Hello, 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 America. You have found it. It is the Loftus Party, a very special edition of the Loftus Party. We are uh, we are coast to coast now. I'm in I'm in Long Island, and the rest of the party, the party, I almost said the party crew, <laughs> the rest of, of of the gang, I guess, I, I is think, uh, where, where's the Loftus Party people? The, lo- <laughs> the Loftus Party are in L.A. So uh, live via satellite. Uh, we've got uh, Andrew Apple. Andrew? Hello, everyone. And uh, we've also got uh, young uh, Jason Anarino over there. How's it going, dude? Hola, senor. Me See, amo, this is great. Me amo Jason. E2. <laughs> uh, me amo es Miguel. Hey, so <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a, a big week. I've been, I've been in, uh, in Long Island. I'm working on a little uh, TV show. I uh, don't want to talk too much about it. It's very exciting. I love the process of writing. We've been doing a lot of rewriting. Uh, it's great. It's fantastic. Um, meeting a lot of really talented people. So I've missed a bunch in the news. I, I keep trying to catch up. Uh, so you guys, you have to carry the ball here. We have to talk. We have to talk big news stories. What did I miss? Right, what so What have I been missing? I'm get here. Let me make. I'm gonna have a guess. I have a guess. Donald Trump did something. <laughs> you are 100% right, actually, but you know what he did? Uh, he won a lot. Well, I knew about that. When, la- when last we left, I, I knew that he, uh, he crushed it in Florida. Marco Rubio dropped out. Uh, little Marco's gone. Yes. Let's take a, mo- take a moment for Marco. You know what? You know, I- I'll say this about Marco Rubio. I got respect for the guy. He tried the uh, stand-up comedy way. He did like the little hands thing. It was very funny, but ultimately it just didn't work for him. He wasn't true to his character. It was, he wasn't true to himself. Well, actually, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to watch, but his concession speech was one of the most eloquent things I've ever seen him do. And it was very presidential. You know what? And, and this is what happens. When these dudes drop out and they, they give these really heartfelt, wonderful concession speeches, you're like, dude, you should keep running. You're a good, <laughs> you're yeah, a good where, guy. Where was all this eloquence when they were running? It's funny. Jeb Bush did the same thing. Well, I tell you what. Jeb Bush, and I was talking about this. I, I was doing some press uh, the other day, and I was talking about it on a radio show. Uh, you know, it's really weird. Once George W., started speaking for Jeb, you look at those guys side to side and you're like, yeah, George was the better dude there. George is the better, <laughs> he's the better politician. He just like totally just outshone his brother. Well, he's got a charm that is unmatched by most Republicans. George? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I think, I think that dude is. I guess when he was in Texas, he had like a, a little nickname for everybody in the Texas house, and like people dug it. He'd be like, "Hey, Four Eyes, how's it going? Hey there, Brainiac, good to see you. Hey there, Scootin' Boots, you gonna vote with me today?" And I, I'd, I'd be okay with that. I wouldn't mind, you know, having a little. Hey, the president gave me a nickname. <laughs> yeah, if it was a cool nickname, I'd be yeah. upset if it was like, you know, something big nose or something. I'd be like, "Hey, dude, give me something hey, big, cool." Hey, big stupid face. <laughs> Hey, big dummy dumb. Somehow I like it, Mr. Bush. Hey, rocks like for it. head. Hey, hey, rocks for brains. So so uh, Marco's gone. I'm yes. kind of surprised I was going to say from Utah. Isn't that the whole plan? Isn't that the, the whole GOP plan is just to take uh, electoral votes away from Donald Trump? 
Well, that's what they're trying to do right now, and that's basically John Kasich's entire M.O. at the moment, because mathematically there is no way. He would have to get, uh, I believe the number is 116% of all of the remaining delegates. That's going to be tricky. <laughs> it's going to be a little tough, but that's what he would need to actually walk into the convention with any sort of potential. Then I have as much a chance as Kasich. I- I'm still in this thing, Michael. <laughs> well, actually, he does have an you know end what? game. He really does. Don't don't count Kasich out. That crafty buck guy from uh, the home state of Ohio. This has happened before. I guess that's how we got Abe Lincoln. It was a contested convention. Abe Lincoln was the number three guy going in, and then out of the convention comes this tall, lanky fella with the crazy hat talking about slavery uh, needs to end. So hey, we've got we got a pretty good track record with the number three guy. Well, and again, his main argument is that I'm the normal. Yeah, which I, is crazy, which is crazy. If you go back and, and look at like when he was, you know, in, in Congress and, you know, was doing his whole thing. Everybody's like, Kasich's crazy. He's so mean. He's just he's crazy. Like it's so <laughs> all you have to do is just wait a couple of years. And like you're, what used to be crazy is now like, yeah, that's pretty agreeable. I can <laughs> I can handle that. Kasich seems like a good guy. Well, again, but you also have to remember what you're comparing him to. You have. Donald Trump, who is a reality TV star for being outlandish, and you have Ted Cruz, who I have not heard one person in the Senate say that they like him. Even Lindsey Graham, who likes everybody, pretty much you know, came I, out I, and said. I don't want to get into a big, like, Ted Cruz slam fast, right? Because I don't want to look, take sides. But, like, when you said that, it made me think. It's like, I haven't met anybody who's like, you know what I love about like Ted Cruz, yeah. like they like what he stands for and that he like he's a real constitutional guy and blah, blah, blah. But nobody I mean, Nobody's, there's just something about the guy. I wish I could I wish I could like name it. I wish I could put my finger. But there's like a, it's like a persona that he has that I just find to be like, mm, I wish he'd stop talking. I, I, I kind of put it best when they said he has a really punchable face. Oh, I see. That's me. See, now they do it. They do a, a joke that's like built on violence, and it's like that's just Saturday Night Live. But I tell you what, if anybody else tried that, they'd be like, "We need to stop the hate speech. We need to stop it's the true. hate speech." Yeah, that's that's definitely true. So anyway, what's the what's the next state we got coming up? We got we got what Utah and Arizona coming up. Yeah, yeah Arizona is coming up. I mean, f- from a pure numbers game, though, we are looking at it that most likely we're going to walk into the Republican convention contested and the Democratic convention's kind of up in the air at the moment. It's going to be Hillary. It's going to be Hillary. Uh, and it is going to be a contested convention. I, I guarantee you that. That's a big that. mistake for them. For the Republicans, it's a mistake. They're just handing it to Hillary. But I'm not convinced that the Republicans don't want to just give it to Hillary. I'm really not. I, I think, uh, you know, because then they get the House and Senate when it comes up and uh, – I think uh, they're less scared of Hillary than Trump, um, which is crazy because I don't think they're uh, really realizing what they're going to be up against with uh, President Hillary. Well, I tell you what, you say you, you say that, and it's not like a far down uh, conspiracy road. There's a there's a young man by the name of John Sununu who worked in the uh, the first George Bush White House, and John Sununu, by the way. Follows me on Twitter. How no about kidding. that? Isn't that pretty cool? No kidding. It was one of the weirdest days of my life when I got that little, little uh, Twitter alert, like John Sununu is now following you, and I'm like, what? The what? And I, I'm thinking, I'm like, it's got to be a different John Sununu. No, it's the John Sununu, and he had he had a book coming out. He's a 
He's a good dude. Oh, and and uh, 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 if you want to follow him on Twitter, uh, Flipside uh, Flipside Loftus is the is the Twitter. So anyway, John Snunu in his book uh, just talking about uh, Newt Gingrich uh, when he ran the Congress. Newt Gingrich uh, just like totally threw the first George Bush under the bus. Wanted to make sure that George Bush didn't get reelected. That way Bill Clinton would win and then Newt Gingrich would have all the power because he would be in charge of Congress. So there is actually a, a, a historical president, a precedent rather, uh, for people just making their little political wishes come true by throwing people under the bus. So Sacrificial is, lands. So you're saying this is full-on House of Cards style, no-holds-barred politics. Dude, it's, it's, it's like House of Cards meets Game of Thrones. It's House of Thrones. Have you seen the trailer for that? Yes, and it's awesome. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. This is going to be a great. You got Superman versus Batman. You got Game of Thrones coming up, and some there's got to be like a ton of Game of Thrones memes out. Like with, but who would Donald Trump be? Is Donald Trump like? Is he like one of the? He's got to be a Lannister, right? Uh, you, you know, um, I'm I'm gonna say something that I think is uh, a little controversial. Uh, I, I think he's actually a Baratheon. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, you know what the oh, heck is he, you're is talking he, about. Is he like? Is he like Stannis? Is he like? Uh... I, I, I think he's more of like a Remley. <laughs> <laughs> Remley was the big fat guy that got killed by the deer, right? No, no. What, what, what wasn't uh, Remley the one who uh, was? Uh, he 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 took his cousin and captured him and turned him into a little slave and then uh, castrated him. No, no, no. That's a different. That's a different house. Hold on, I'm looking that. That up. happened to Theon Greyjoy, <laughs> and it was like somebody else's house. You know, a Baratheon. Baratheon. That was like that was the king in the first uh, the first season, the big fat uh, guy. Who oh always... yeah, that was Mark Gaddy's character. Yeah, uh, Queen Cersei's first husband. Yes. Well, well I tell you what, we are just geeking out here, full <laughs> full on. That's all right. We should do that. We should have a contest to see who which political guy is which. I just figured out that's who that's who Ted Cruz is. He's the he's the guy whose adopted son is torturing Theon Greyjoy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will be president. Don't try and take this away from me. I'm I'm gonna stop this. I'm gonna do. So what what's uh, uh the Supreme Court thing? Here's a couple things. Here's my big beef. Okay. Uh, this is where, and this is really where I think the, the heart and the, the soul. This isn't a very funny thing. This is all just me just talking politics. Um, but this whole Supreme Court fiasco, this is the great example of what people hate about politics right Absolutely. now. It's just people digging in their heels for no good reason at all. No, the, no good they, they've got good reason to dig in their heels, the Republicans. Uh, th- okay, this guy, tell me, tell me. This guy uh, that what's, Obama, what's the good reason? King Obama's throwing out there is a... Uh, huge anti-Second Amendment guy, and Obama is hell-bent on taking our guns for some reason because he's a tyrant, and uh, they they need to put their foot down and say, no, we're not going to accept somebody who's uh, obviously going to vote against our Second Amendment rights. Jason, you would have a a wonderful point if that's what their argument was. Yeah. But you've got you've got the, the Mitch McConnell, half man, half turtle from the island of Doctor Moreau. Uh, <laughs> just like we will not. I wish I wish this was a video show. I'm Mitch McConnell. I'm half man, half turtle. I escaped from the island. I live in Kentucky. We're not even gonna. And he keeps talking about the 
the the uh, what's rule, the the, the, the Thurman rule, the Biden, the Biden rule, the Joe Biden rule. Hey, Joe Biden said some crazy crap one day on the Senate floor. That doesn't make it a rule. Right. The president nominates the guy and then uh, the Senate decides whether he's going to go or not. So just have the flipping hearings, have the hearings. And if the guy is uh, not a big Second Amendment guy, well, then say that and move on to the next dude. But just to say we're not even going to talk to him. We're not going to talk to him because we don't think it's right. The Biden rule. We're not going to talk. Just you want to smack the glasses right off the face. Wait a second, though. The Democrats, if they were in this spot, would do the exact same thing. No, everybody no, knows they it. wouldn't because if they that, did. No, it. hey, Andrew, they, they did. did. They did. If that were the case, Bar- Samuel, Barack they Obama would not would, be on the court right now. Barack Obama himself tried to block a Supreme Court nominee. Which, yes, uh, yeah. Harry Reid tried to block a, a Supreme Court nominee. They do it. This is just politics. Okay. So here's the question: Does that make it right? Yes. I, I, that's what that's what I always <laughs> kind of liked about the conservative movement and the Republicans is like, hey, we're going to do the right thing. So do the right thing. Obama says, "I'm the president. I have to do this." Okay, who do you want? Okay, and then the Senate and the Republicans, we uh, we 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 decide whether we want it or not. Um, we have the hearings. Well, hold look, the hearings. Here's my thing: Is is Obama trying to get the guy in? Yes. Then I'm against it. <laughs> I don't like anything the guy does. I don't like the man. I don't trust the man. Whoever he tries to put in, I'm going to try to block if I'm a Republican, Jason, which I'm not. But Jason, I just got a text from the White House. <laughs> Barack Obama. Barack Obama says the sky is blue. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it is obviously red. No, but I, Barack, I do have to I, ask. another one. I got another one. <laughs> oh, okay. Barack Obama says. Uh-huh. Barack Obama says you can see through windows. Wrong. <laughs> Those are clearly walls. Sir. We Those need... are cleverly painted walls. We need to block his opinion about windows. Okay, so here's the real question: Do you think Merrick Garland actually has any strong points? Do you think that there's anything good about him? Something good that he would bring to the court? Because no, no. Because <laughs> the, the the truth is, he's not Antonin Scalia. That's the the biggest argument that Republicans have. Antonin Scalia was a hardcore conservative. He was a very big advocate for the Second Amendment, and he really did practice what he preached and made sure that there was an originalist approach to everything that the Constitution. Had said, but Merrick Garland, he's more of a moderate. Well, you know what, and I, I like you throwing an originalist out there because, like, uh, I kind of think I am too. I didn't know that there was like these two like little different camps. So you've got you've got the originalists, and then you've got what? Uh, what's the other camp? Uh, the revisionists. I think that's what yeah, but yeah. something to that effect. Yeah, but it's like. Like I saw a bunch of interviews with Scalia. I don't want to get an angry review because I said it wrong. Um, uh, but like, yeah, he, he was he was an originalist. I think that's the, I think that's the way to go. And he was a solid dude. He had like he had like tons of uh, friends. You know, supreme. He would like hang out with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's what I love about that guy. Oh yeah. And he, but here's the, here's my deal with Garland. Yep. My deal with Garland is this: like, I, I honestly think he tried to score points by crying at the little press conference. I didn't believe him, right? I, I'm in, I'm in show business, and I look at performances, and he's like, "This is the highest honor of my life." And I don't want to make fun of a guy for crying, but that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's like, "This is the biggest honor of my life." 
Except for when I met my wife. Mm, like, really, dude? Are you going to, like, you're a Supreme Court justice. I know John Boehner used to squirt him out every once in a while. He'd, he'd get these little crying jags. And, you know, a little goes a long way. But, dude, you're a Supreme, you want to be a Supreme Court justice and you're crying at the press conference? You can't be a judge and start crying like you're hearing a big you're hearing a, a, a big a big case and, and he's supposed to rule. And you're like, listen, uh, Judge Garland, uh, I had a really bad day. My puppy's sick. I was up all night with him. So if you could just find me not guilty, that'd be great. And he's like, oh, my God, what kind of puppy do you have? It's a black lab named Scooter. Does it I own really a- just want to go home. <laughs> Does it own a gun? Yes, he does. Well, then. We're and gonna... he wants to keep it. <laughs> no. He loves to shoot my little scooter. <laughs> and then Scott and Bayo like, endorses him. Scott Bayo. Oh, my God. I saw Scott Bayo on Fox News last night. Yeah, it was because he endorsed Donald Trump. I hadn't seen Scott Bayo since, what, the 70s? Who cares what this guy? What is this? Hey, hey, hey. Watch out. Scott Bayo is a player, kid. Charles is not in charge anymore, though, Michael. Oh, uh, that's Well, Charles got married. Uh, but I tell you what, from everything I've heard, Scott Bayo is a player, like well, a straight-up ladies' man. Well, when you have a reality TV show called Scott Bayo is 45 and unmarried, it probably goes to prove that point pretty well. Yeah, well, but I thought he was married. Well, because the follow-up was Scott Bayo is 46 and pregnant. <laughs> and then it got canceled. Yep. You're like, yeah, don't want to see that. So, so Scott Bayo, and does, does anybody know who? Uh, so we know who Chachi endorsed. Who did Joni endorse? Has anybody has anybody reached out to Aaron Moran? No, I just reached out to Aaron. Moran. Are there people that are like, I wasn't sure who to vote for, and then Scott Bayo said Trump, and I thought, well, if Scott Bayo says it, then that's who I'm voting for. Yeah, I don't know. Is there a lot? Is this, does the Scott Bayo endorsement? <laughs> I don't think so. a lot of water. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, probably as are much we as reaching Herman out Kane now to Willie Ames? I wonder who Willie. I wonder who Willie Ames is going to be voting for. I heard Horshack. He was the sidekick on Charles in Charge. Horshack is a big uh, Trump guy, so Horshack is dead, Jason. Oh, is he? <laughs> no, he's not. I did. Th- I, th- I don't. No. I really, was it who? Was if Horshack? Horshack's alive. I'm pretty sure he's still. Hold on, Mister Cartera. <laughs> Epstein is not. <laughs> Epstein's got a note from his mother saying that he endorsed Rubio because he's Hispanic. <laughs> it's, I don't know what's going that is on. Classic. He got a note from his mother. Signed Epstein's what? mother. Uh, actually, you are correct. Uh, Ron Palio, he passed away in 2012. Well, that if that's not bad news, I don't know what is. I know. I remember because it was a very I, – I, when I was a little kid, that show was it, man. That show was it. Oh, yeah. I wonder who Washington – Washington, wasn't there? Freddie there Boom Boom Washington. <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> All right. This is very, very self-indulgent. Uh, the Flint, here's the other thing I hate, people hate about politics, and I tell you what – is uh, all the finger pointing about the Flint water crisis? Yeah. You know what? How about how about we save the finger pointing until after they have the new pipes installed? That's insane. Everybody's like, "Well, it's the governor's fault." And then like, "Oh, it's the EPA's fault. It's the mayor's fault." Hey, how about this? How about we get some construction crews out there? 
put in some new pipes so people they're still not drinking clean water there. They're still drinking well, out of uh, that's one of the biggest water. complaints about the governor right now is because he took half a million dollars out of the budget that should have gone towards putting in new pipes, and he had the state pay for legal counsel for himself so that he could keep his job. So that's yeah. one of the complaints about it right now. That's an owie kabowie. That doesn't <laughs> like. When do you go to your advisors? Like, hey, I know the citizens are drinking poisoned water, but here's what I'm. I just want to pitch this. I just want to pitch this out. I'm thinking we take some of that money for new pipes, and I use that so I don't <laughs> so I don't get in trouble. I'd be like, sir, I think I think you might be missing the point. You might. <laughs> The, the people that there's poison in the water. They need new pipes. I know, and we'll get to that uh, eventually. Well, I can't I get the new today. pipes if I'm fired, can I? Right? There's a dude like, hey, here's an idea. Uh, put some new pipes in and call Legal Zoom. Or go to LegalMatch.com. <laughs> Legal Zoom. <laughs> like, you just can't. Uh, you can't take any money away from new pipes unless that money's going for better, newer pipes. That will be installed by the end of the day. So uh, I guess people are – I want to just keep moving on more news stories. Uh, here's what I caught up on. Uh, Glenn Beck just said that Ted Cruz is like the fulfillment of some kind of Mormon prophecy. <laughs> what? There's been I'm not so kidding. much Mormonism in the news this week because now Donald Trump is questioning whether or not Mitt Romney is actually a Mormon. It's like of all the things you can question about Mitt Romney, why do you go after that? I mean, come on, is, is he really a Mormon? Like, I see, really? Is I he? see a dis- I see a disturbing pattern with Donald Trump. Like with Obama, he's like, is he really American? Is he really? And then Ted Cruz runs against him. Isn't he really Canadian? Isn't he really Canadian? Mitt Romney. Is he really a Mormon? Is he really like <laughs> that's a great way to go after somebody? You question their very existence. And he always does the same way because he's like, you know, a lot of people are saying this. I would like to meet who all of these a lot of people are that he keeps referring to. Yeah, that's that's some pretty vague. Uh, that's some pretty vague, like Joe McCarthy stuff. Yeah, you know, that's like like when Ted Cruz was was doing the whole thing with Donald Trump's taxes, and Ted Cruz is like, anything could be in there. Anything. He might have mafia money in there. We don't. I'm not saying there is. I'm not saying. Well, that's exactly what you said. You just posed it as a question. It's like Jeopardy politics. Uh, what is uh, mafia ties on your tax return? I'll take Trump scandals for five hundred. <laughs> I'm not saying like, that he like, killed a like baby. Mob guys give you receipts. I'm in Long Island. I'm pretty sure mob people don't. I don't think. I don't think Fat Tony's going to show up <laughs> on your IRS. All right. So are the were the protesters like laying down in a freeway somewhere blocking the Trump rally? I mean, it did get violent and. The the unfortunate thing is that now the protesters who, regardless of what you think of them, they're trying to do what they feel is right. They're being politicized even more than than they should be at the moment. I felt well. Here's I'm I'm so glad you I'm so glad we're talking about this because this is another one that just really really uh, upsets me. You have the right to protest. You can stand outside the venue and protest, and you can yell and you can make signs. But once you go inside where the speech is given and, and, and you've got a candidate who's being protected by the, uh, the Secret Service, you can't start disrupting because now it does pose a, a danger to the public. I don't think those people are protected by, uh, by, by the whole free speech thing. I think now it's like, it's like when you go in the venue – I'm not a lawyer. Uh, I'm barely a comedian. Uh, 
But when you go in the venue and you start protesting, isn't that kind of like yelling fire in a movie theater? Well, you're allowed to peacefully protest. Uh, and outside. Outside. They're disrupting you can't, you can't his actual speech. Like he, I, I watched a, a, some Bernie speeches and some Trump speeches this weekend, and they like every couple of minutes they'll disrupt his speech. And after a while, people get a little angry at that. And uh, blocking ambulances and blocking the road to get in is uh, is uh, not. It's it's actually what they're doing is attacking his free speech. You don't have to like what Trump says, but he does have the right to say it, and people have the right to listen. And then the people decide. Well, these people are trying to bully everybody, and I'll tell you, it's going to backfire in a very big way. A very big way. Yeah, but the way that the media is treating those people, I, I felt awful. No, the, the way they're treating Trump. Okay, they're so, acting like Trump's doing this. So it's not News Trump's fault that these people weekend, are acting like a bunch they of babies. decided that they were going to bring Herman Cain and two of the protesters to come on. And Herman Cain ate their lunch. I watched it. Yeah, but the person that they brought on, he didn't even bother doing any research. It's like, I felt None. bad that they— I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> it, they, they brought on this, this kid, and I felt so bad for him. He was like, Donald Trump hates black people. Yeah. When did he say that? Well, he didn't actually, I didn't hear him yeah. say anything bad about black people. I just know. Oh, yeah. Okay, it, it, well. It's like, you know, he, they brought on someone who read the Facebook posts, who thought that Donald Trump had actually said, make America white again, which he never did. <laughs> and, and it's like they're, they're trying to discredit these people when some of them actually do have legitimate concerns. Because what Donald Trump is doing, he is inciting violence. There's he no is question. not. He no, is the, absolutely Okay, so these people violence. riot and act like a bunch of psychotic babies. And Trump is uh, the bad guy here? No, yes, it's them rioting. Saying, it's them shutting things down. It's them uh, blocking roads. So That's you're not telling Trump. me that when Donald Trump gets up and says – Do you says, see Trump supporters you... doing that? Yes. Then you get mad at Trump. They're going into Bernie Sanders rallies and blocking traffic and beating people up and starting Trump fights. Trump even said he's sending people over to them. He didn't say he was going to. He said, how would you like it if I did that to you? And then he said, you know, if I don't get the nomination, there are going to be riots. Yeah, that's just be- – oh, oh, sure, now, when Trump on, says it, yeah, on, then it's just over. Hold on, Both of you, both of you, both of you. Donald Trump said, if the, if I go to the nomination, people are going to be upset. I think that there, there, there might be riots. People will be upset there might be riots. I'm not condoning that. I'm not saying I want that to happen. I'm saying you got to do the whole quote, brother. You got to do the whole quote. Yeah, but Trump is not going out and saying, go riot. That's actually what Bernie's doing, and I saw it on his website. Here's where you go uh, and and uh, disrupt things. This is where you go in Florida. Right, this is so, what you do. So let me ask you this one question. Donald Trump flat out said, there is video, that he will pay the legal fees if anyone – Physically stop someone from throwing Well, let me tell Trump. you, I'm a comedian. I okay. do I do comedy shows. Yeah. And uh, if every two minutes I'm trying to do a bit, somebody keeps disrupting in the crowd, yep. I'm okay. You suck. The, the bouncers grab them and throw them out, and they're not nice about it. Okay. Now, if that person sues a bouncer, I'd be happy to pet help him with his legal fees because these people are way out of line. Okay, and I agree with you there. But now, even though people went and did that when Trump said he would, he's not paying their legal bills. Okay, fine. Well, that's because if he did, people like you would go, look at this, he's inciting violence. He's the devil with a crazy haircut. Oh, so he's just throwing people under the bus? No, he's not throwing anybody under the bus. See, now hold, the bus. hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. This is a trap. This is a trap. This is a it's trap. It's a trap. <laughs> what you're missing, 
So you get when this is this is exactly how it goes when you watch Fox and you watch MSNBC and you watch CNN. You spiral into the, into this death trap of like, oh, but he said this, so he's not doing that. And we we're missing the real the real point. You guys are are are, are both correct. You can protest, but once you go inside the hall, you cannot protest. You get arrested. You have to be taken out. Was Donald Trump uh, wrong for telling people? You know, I wish we could hit back. I wish we could punch back. In the old days, you could hit back. But, oh, I'd love to punch that guy, but we can't. Yeah, he just they just need a boatload. They need a boatload more security. I actually think once you start tangling with Secret Service agents, I think it becomes a federal crime. And they need to start prosecuting these people for the crime they are committing. Here's the thing. There's, there is nothing illegal about walking into any sort of event and quietly being there wearing – your opponent's gear, wearing their T-shirt. And what some of the complaints have been that people have gotten pulled out of Trump events specifically because they had Bernie gear on. Yeah, that's not cool. Now, I understand, and I want this to be true, I understand that like a uh, a guy went to a Trump rally the other day dressed up as a uh, as a KKK guy. So, well... And, it, and, a, and, a black, <laughs> and a black Donald Trump supporter hit the guy. Which I think is just beautiful. Well, I think it's beautiful because it's actually, like a mystery wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in an enigma. <laughs> well, like, I don't know who to be mad at. Trump actually. Like, violence is wrong, but I hate the Klan. But he was only <laughs> pretending, but he didn't know. It's well, the, awesome. first of all, the Klan outfit was very half-hearted. It was like a pillowcase on. It didn't even. It was very sad. Well, he was new. He was new. <laughs> oh, like, okay. He was a. He's a new recruit. You don't get the full-on like Grand Wizard regalia on the first day. That's like showing up at the army camp, going, "I want to be a general." <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but it, and uh, Trump actually does have a a lot of black, Hispanic, and Muslim supporters. It's kind of crazy. And uh, this guy is just probably sick of what they're doing. And like um, they send in these Democratic operatives. Uh, there's a picture going around Facebook of these two Klan members with Trump signs. And then if you look close, they're black guys. They're Democratic operatives dressed like that to rabble rouse. You know, Jason, there's also a picture of Hitler holding an iPhone on Facebook. Yeah, but that's real. <laughs> Hitler had technology that was way advanced from what they had back then. I got that. I got a picture of Mussolini with a shake weight. <laughs> no, actually, these were these were two Democratic operatives. They were dressed as Klansmen, and they went to a Trump rally and held the signs. And then everybody goes on Facebook and goes, "Look at these Klansmen at a at a Trump rally." And it ended I up. Saw they, that one. And then you look at their hands, I and it's and and it's black guys. And you're like, "Wait a yeah. second! I don't think it's they let black like guys in the Rich, Klan." It's like an old Richard Pryor movie. It is. Yep. It was Cleavon Little from Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Yep. But that's the dirty, dirty tricks from the Democratic Party that's uh, full of tolerance and love that we all know. Okay. Other news stories. Let's keep going. Arnold Schwarzenegger gets very upset. What happened happened to Arnold? He is in Australia giving some interviews because he's going to be the new apprentice guy. He's taking Trump's job. And uh, somebody asked him. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh, I think he'll be great, actually. You fired. So uh, they're asking him questions about the – the candidates for the the presidential uh, election, and he gets mad and walks out. And he says, uh, this is an interview that I only do about fitness and health, not about politics or my relationships. And uh, it's like, no, dude, you, it's an interview. We ask you stuff. And uh, he walked out angry, didn't want to answer the questions about Trump. 
eh, I say good for him. Was he there? Was he there pimping the Apprentice? I believe so. Celebrity Apprentice. Well, then, hey, yeah, then then Arnold's kind of a crybaby. If you're there on the Apprentice and you inherited that show from Donald Trump. It's going to come up. But what if they start talking to him about like banging the maid and stuff? He's allowed to walk away. Yeah, I don't think that's very cool to ask him about things. Uh, uh, did you see, the, did you see the, the Nancy Reagan funeral coverage and they sat Arnold next to Maria Shriver at the funeral? And I'm like, who was in charge of the seating chart? That is the most awkward place. Good to see you again, Maria. Shut up, Arnold. I hate you. How's the Where's maid? the maid going to sit? Where's the maid going to sit? <laughs> you got to let it go. We'll move past that. You got to move on for the children. I'm not past it. I hate you. I can't look at you. I'd rather crawl in the basket with Nancy's dead body. <laughs> I don't know how you can not look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's on the TV every time I turn it on with those mobile strike commercials. Which mobile are strike. Awesome, by the way, actually. Yeah. Yeah. First floor, mobile strike, strike quickly. Hey, is he going to have to come up with a new catchphrase? When you were, when you were doing that story, Jason, I was thinking, like, is, is like, you're fired? Is that like Donald Trump's bit? Or, or is Arnold going to say that i think or does he come up with his own i'm gonna call it right now that he's going to say i'm very sorry but you're terminated that's pretty good oh i like that yeah you're terminated gonna have to let you go you're gonna have to chill out (laughs) he'll put on his little mr freeze outfit from that horrible batman movie you're going to have to chill yeah he'll have some (laughs) zany one-liners I'm sorry, but you're not going to be back. Ah, that's pretty good too. That's that's it. That's it. Andrew you Apple won't be back. <laughs> that's actually a really good one. You won't be back. That's it. Okay, that's great. Um, okay, it's gone swimmingly well. We should probably do some Michael Topias. Yeah, sounds good to me. Who's got a Michael Topia? Who's got one in the hopper? I've got a couple of them here. Uh, in Michael Fireway. Topia. And Michael Topia. No, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna just I'm gonna do the little intro for it. Uh, we'll make this nice. And then I haven't said this at all uh, during this whole episode. And I want to remind people uh, there is a television show, a syndicated television show uh, that we all work on called The Flipside with Michael Loftus. Uh, go to theflipsideshow.com, and that has a channel finder. We're all across America. But because the show is syndicated, uh, we can't do really timely humor, and that's why we started this podcast. That's why we do the Loftus Party podcast. Now, one of the segments in the TV show is uh, is Michael Topia. It's a it's a lot of fun uh, because you can live wherever you want in the real world. Uh, a lot of things don't make sense, and a lot of things uh, give you cause to pause. But in Michael Topia, everything works right because it's a place inside my head. Yes, join me, won't you, in Michael Topia? What do we got, fellas? All right. First of all, in Michael Topia, when you're if you're a sports fan and your favorite team wins, stop saying we won. Oh, we won. No, you didn't win anything. You you sat there on the couch and watched. You you didn't help. <laughs> yeah. In Michael Topia, just because you're wearing the team's jersey doesn't make you a part of the team. You're like, oh, we did it. Really? How many points did you score, Jerry? How many? T- <laughs> I didn't see you on Sports Center. None of your clips appeared to make the highlight reel, Jim. Yeah, that one drives me nuts. That's a good one. Oh, but That's if they lose, one. if they lose, these same people are like, oh, they suck. No, what, what about we? Oh, oh, yeah, you're on the right? team, bro. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to Weem? <laughs> we need to take the lessons of the Boston Red Sox. We support our team. Yeah. They play very well. <laughs> yeah. 
They, that's how you do it. They're our team. It's not us. You didn't pitch. Yeah, nobody wants to see me pitch. Oh, or catch. Wait, are we lost Michael? We might have. We lost the host of the show. That's not good. There he is. He's back. Oh. You're fine. We got you. You froze up for a minute. And there, was an, there was an internet connection problem. In Michael Topia, you can count on the internet in Long Island. Okay? I could hit a nine iron to Manhattan. It's a big city. It's this is this is like it's not like I'm out in the sticks, right? You're like, oh, the internet. It's kind of iffy in New York. Are you kidding me? This should be like the show place for good internet. It's it's like the never sleeps. If you can make it there, the internet. Oh my gosh, it did it again. No, we've still got you. What uh, what ho- what kind of hotel are you at? The uh, bad internet kind. <laughs> I I stay there all the time. I don't want to besmirch their reputation because the hotel's lovely. The staff is fantastic. Usually the Continental Breakfast is like a cup of Yoplait yogurt and a handful of Cheerios. This place, it's amazing. There's a waffle bar. There's an omelet bar. It's ginormous. There's fresh fruit. And it's, it's huge. It's like its own. There's a gym. It's a lovely facility. It's just the internet is iffy. They got to do something. Last night I came home. I'm super tired. We, we've been rewriting and working on the script it's been a boatload of fun a lot of laughs and uh i get in and i want to make sure we can do this on the internet so i come back to my room i check the internet it's not working i go to the front desk i'm like did you guys change the code because i thought maybe they change the code every like day or so the guy goes no 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 i'll 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 fix it and then he gets on the walkie-talkie and he's like uh we need to restart the internet for the hotel (laughs) it's like they literally seriously you're just gonna unplug it and plug it back in because that's what i do that's what I do at home, uh, and so I guess that's how they fix the internet here. Uh, here's an idea: uh, get some cables. Call Time Warner. They have a lovely package. Yeah, it's reliable. It's lightning fast. I don't know what company they're with, but they might want to start shopping around. They might with like Fat Tony's Internet Company. No, it's internet. It's the two cans and a string internet company. Me and my cousins do it. It's going to be uh, $50,000 a month. I'll keep 20. I'll give you back 10. The other two, we got to give the to big tone. That was my rambling Michael Topia. And I'll, I'll clean In Michael Topia, the internet works in New York. Okay. Uh, in Michael Topia, can Hillary Clinton please stop trying to be cool? <laughs> That's a good one, right? There. <laughs> it's like she, she showed up on Broad City this week, and I'm like, no, no, I don't want to see you doing. I don't want to see you doing the whip and the nay on Ellen. <laughs> yeah. It's like next you're going to show up on Jimmy Fallon, and you're going to slow jam the news, and you'll probably be more awkward than Jeb Bush was when oh. he did it. Oh man, if she does that, if she that's that is always so like cringeworthy. Yeah. Like I remember. Like uh, Bill Clinton, he he famously came out and played the saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show, and I just wanted to crawl under a rock. I'm like, please don't do that. You're not allowed to do that. But it worked for him. I mean, that, that's the thing. You you can say a lot of things, and this applies to Obama as well. You can say that you don't like Clinton's politics, but you can't say that the guy isn't cool and charming. Who, Obama or Clinton? Clinton. Oh, I guess he's incredibly charming. I tell you what, uh, I can't. I can't look at him now. When he goes down and, 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 and starts speaking for Hillary, I remember the young, like the young, vibrant Bill Clinton. And now when he goes out and gives a speech, he looks so frail. I'm worried about him. I'm like, I'm seriously, I'm worried about his health. I'm like, I, I have no idea what he's saying. He might have the most 
the greatest message in the history of politics, but I'm just worried he's going to die in front of my very eyes. <laughs> I can't listen if I'm worried. He's getting up there. Yeah, he's not looking good. He is. Um, I don't have I don't have another one. I do. This one drives well, me crazy, and I'm I'm sure this will drive you crazy, Michael. Uh, get a get a, if you get in Michaeltopia. If you get a pet, if you adopt an animal, it's a dog or a cat, something you could pet and cuddle. No more pet scorpions or tigers or bears or mountain lions. And then these people, you see them on, on YouTube. You'll see a clip of a guy feeding his and cuddling his pet alligator, and you're like, it's just a matter of time. He's going to forget to feed it one day, and it's going to bite his face off, and I'm going to laugh and laugh and laugh. Yeah. There's, I think we've done something similar to that, but it's it's very true. I have no I have no sympathy for the for the girl who's like I've got a pet boa constrictor and it sleeps with me, and then oh lord, it tried to kill me last night. What? It's a wild animal, especially a, a reptile. Those are those are just like dinosaurs. You can't like I don't. First of all, I don't really trust cats. Like cats have their own agendas. Like dogs, you can trust a dog really wants your best interests, if, you know. If somebody breaks into your house and tries to kill you, a dog will fight. Your cat will run and be like, the valuable stuff's in the other room. Oh, don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. They're, <laughs> they're really traitors. What will, a, what, will a, uh, what will an alligator do if I break in, Jason? I, it depends on, have you fed it recently? <laughs> <laughs> I could go either way. This home protected by, uh, although that would be a good sticker. You know, if people have those like home security <laughs> stickers they put on. This home's protected by scorpions. <laughs> Stay back, y'all. But I mean, I South. don't think does a scorpion even have a brain? Uh, they just sting and and pinch things. That's like what they do. And if one, if you have a pet scorpion and it stings you, that's that's on you, man. Does a scorpion have a brain is also the um, title of my business self-help book. <laughs> That's Does a scorpion – how to succeed in business. Does a scorpion have a brain? Who moved my cheese? I'll tell you what. If scorpions were real smart and had brains, we would all be in trouble, bro. I saw the creepiest thing, okay? It, uh, and, and like here we go. In Michaeltopia, we keep an eye on the squid. In Michaeltopia, we keep we keep our eye on the octopus. What do you mean? I saw this, I saw this crazy uh, I, I saw this crazy thing uh, many many years ago where uh, the scientists were were saying that like once humanity's gone, if humanity is wiped off the face of the planet, it'll be squids and uh, especially octopi, octopus will take over. They're next in line to run the planet. Really. Yeah, because like octopus, they have emotions and they don't have opposable thumbs, but they don't need them. They have tentacles. They put this like this little uh, ball of food in a tank with an octopus. The octopus like gets the ball of food and he eats it and he's happy and he like turns a little like bluish, whatever. Then they put the ball of food in a jar and they put that in the tank with the octopus. The octopus like reaches over to get the food he can't because the jar's in the way. Urgh, he gets red, right? He's mad. But then he figures out he can go in through the top and he gets the food out. And you're like, okay, that's a little creepy. Then they put the food in a jar. They put a lid on the jar. They put it in the tank with the octopus. Octopus tries to get it. Red, red, red. And then it like it takes a second, and then it starts experimenting, and then it uses its little tentacle to slowly unscrew the lid, and it gets in and gets to the – like, oh, it figured out – it can open doors. It's like in Jurassic Park when the velociraptors figure out how to open doors. Terrifying. Oh, yeah. Coming summer 2017. The octopi will be here. 
Seriously, it sounds it sounds funny now, but man, if those things could get out of the water and start walking around, you'd be terrified. So watch out for killer robots and octopi. What about this an octopus a- robot? Now you're just making fun of me. Now you're just <laughs> oct- <laughs> Hey, you guys, this was great. This was an awesome show. Uh, I want people to to remember uh, go to the go to the YouTube. You can see clips of the the TV show, uh, the flip side with Michael Loft. Just search that up on YouTube. Uh, flip side, Loftus is the the Twitter handle uh, uh, that, that people can can reach me on. Um, or on Facebook. Facebook, yeah. I mean, you got to be able to figure out Facebook by now. Uh, Five star it's ratings. And then. Um, I know you guys are involved in other projects. I know, uh, uh, Andrew, you've got an exciting podcast that you do. I do. Uh, I have a podcast called So Fresh, So Prince, where we're rewatching every episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air week <laughs> by week and uh, talking about it, uh, how it holds up and how the 90s are still here. Edgy. Edgy. And Jason, I understand that you have uh, you have something else, another another project you're working on the sidelines? Yeah, it's called. I have a podcast called The Road to Ruin where I talk about uh, – I have uh, just interesting people telling funny and interesting travel stories, and I'm still waiting for you to be a guest on that podcast, uh, Michael. Uh, I will. I'll do it. I have lots of travel stories. Oh, I have lots of travel stories. Well, this was a great time. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I, this is by far my favorite thing. And I'm so glad that you guys – that we can work it out where I can be on one side of the country. You guys are on the other side of the country, and we did a, a killer show. So thanks for tuning in to The Loftus Party, and we will see you all next time. <laughs>